Hello and welcome to the My Story mini-pod series, In Between Things, a 10-minute impactful chat about everything involving our children's mental health while running in between things, in between meetings, in between taking the dog to the vet and doing the school run, in between suicide hour and plonking down on the bed. My name is Milan Murray, founder of the My Story Tribe. Thank you for joining us. My guest today is Chantal Griesel, occupational therapist and mom of three boys, but also the content curator here at My Story. Welcome, Chantal, and thank you for being guest number one. Thank you, Milan. This is quite exciting. <laughs> so let's start at the beginning. I met you in a queue for pancakes. Yes. And it was quite a long queue at the primary school, but I was actually quite grateful for it because it allowed me to really, really get together all my brave to tell you how appreciative I was of your children's books and how often I actually used it with the therapy with my kids and how really awesome stories in general are for children. And when you told me about your new wellness tri- mental wellness tribe for 60, 13 year olds, I was ready to jump in, boots and all. <laughs> okay, well, listeners can read my side of the story and what led me to create this platform on our website. But I want to find out why you think mental wellness and emotional resilience is an issue in this age group. That's quite a big question to unpack. But I think let's start with this age group. Um, we've discussed it before and it's actually quite a forgotten age group because we tend to focus on parents as parents so much on the preparation for our children when they are born and then when they are born to get them through all of the milestones and what what we want them to achieve Um, and we are very focused as parents in terms of preparation especially preparation for school and then they go to school And then we basically decide, I think, as parents now, this is now my time. Has I've done whatever it's done. I, it's done. I've done my work. I've done my work. <laughs> I can relax. And it's honestly actually quite the opposite. Children start developing emotional resilience from the age of six or seven. Because mm-hmm. that's when they're basically more exposed to socio-emotional situations and things that happen and things that they've got to deal with at that age and also between the age of five and seven they realize that the world is not just them that there's a bigger world but it's also the time where they start comparing themselves and their value and their worth Mm. especially um, in relation to accomplishments and achievements and what my peers have achieved and I haven't Um, so unfortunately I think what's happened today is that the different systems that's supposed to be in place that's or that was created initially to support our kids mm. has become the actual systems that's putting so much pressure on our children today. Yeah, the system that's supposed to fix it or supposed to step in to the yes. gap is yes. not creating the problem. Yeah, and it actually starts with the family system already and not necessarily um, uh, the bigger community systems. But especially within our family systems, it's already... Yeah, so let's not yeah. pass the buck. Let's yes. not say it's not us, it's yes. the school system. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's not, um, and I'm not saying it to place the blame. I'm saying it because that is our environment and that is our lives of today. 
it's a it's a very long and big question to unpack but for me as an occupational therapist i am um, becoming increasingly aware of the variables that's involved in a child's life at that age and how it really influences their the emotional growth but also what is lacking in their lives today um, that's causing a big amount of pressure or or increase in pressure and which is why we're seeing so many mental difficulties coming out in a very young age such as depression and anxiety etc 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 and I think it's a lot of things that we can actually prevent it's something small changes that we can make yes and, I, and, 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 and this is the part that gets me excited is I feel we need more aids to guide our children and and that brings me to this exciting new tool, the My Story Journal, um, that we have developed and that is in the market at the moment. So why journaling? I'm personally a massive fan of journaling. My father taught me how to journal from a very young age. And um, he actually still till today wakes up every morning five o'clock to do his journaling. I am, however, not a self-disciplined <laughs> waking up every morning. But it is something, it's, it's an impeccable tool, it's an amazing tool to help yourself to really reflect on your emotions and behavior during the day. And it empowers you to change those emotions and behavior for the next day. Um, and for me, the amazing thing about journaling is to actually monitor your growth. Because you can really look back a year or two and then see how your thoughts have changed and how you've really grown as an as a, as a individual in your own story and in your own, um, on your own journey. It's not something often, that's, it's not a tool that is often used with younger children because it requires a certain amount of language but also a certain amount of um, um, guidance. A child needs to understand, number one, what I am feeling. They need to put a word to the feeling and then also someone to help them or guide them in terms of understanding why I am behaving the way I am. Mm. We try to connect with our kids, but they are very clever. They know exactly mm. what it is we want to hear. Oh, and how to sideline a question. And your exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so the most frustrating answer we always get when we ask our kids, how was your day at school, is fine, right? Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, fine. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I said fine. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we are so curious to really know what happened during their school day. Yeah. But it's not easy for them to share that with us as parents because they don't want to disappoint us, first of all. A lot of kids are very in tune with our feelings as parents, so they don't want to add on to any emotions that we are already feeling or stress that we are already feeling. Um, and then that added layer of not having the language. Yes. They, they know what they're feeling, feeling but yeah. they don't know how to communicate. Right, mm. and then how to verbalize that today. Mm. And then we often see the big feelings coming out, which is the frustration and the anger and the sadness, the deep sadness, the, the reactions that we sometimes as parents, as parents can't really understand. Um, I think journaling has the potential for children especially to help them really um, develop a bigger sense of identity. But self-identity is change, it changes. It's like the ebb and flow of the sea. It's not something that's constant. So the idea is not for a child to rigidly decide who I am 
and what I want to be. The idea is to actually allow this child to consider and think about who I am and why I respond the way I do in a process, process towards self-acceptance. So that's a tool for the rest of my life. Yes. Because reflection then becomes a tool that I use to stay mentally healthy, healthy. I guess, and emotionally exactly. healthy. Exactly. It becomes a way of thinking. It becomes a habit of thinking. The important thing is to guide children to just accept themselves and to just be. It's mm -hmm. fine to just be who I am. Um, but the most difficult thing for children today is, is actually the, the whole aspect of being accepted or being or belonging or being part of. And because our families are changing and the definition of families and our communities are changing and mm -hmm. because there are thousands of boxes that they need to fit into, um, that belonging mm. um, becomes a very um, difficult goal for children to It's almost the secondary goal. Yes, so the first a, goal is acceptance. Yes. And then, and then we can then focus on, on, on the belonging. Because I think it, it's about knowing that someone accepts me for who I am. Yes, and not it's just such a release. Yes. Yeah. Um, so journaling is an amazing tool to, for children to identify exactly that. Yeah. This is why journaling is so valuable, is for them to really um, start a process of appreciating my own story. And it's only when you really grasp your own story um, and that you're feeling confident enough in your own story that you can share your story. And when I think that the biggest value of it all comes exactly in that, is in the sharing part of it. Um, it's gaining the confidence then to... To share what I have and that's when they realize they're actually not alone they might feel alone but they're not yeah okay so we are singing the praises of journaling that's great but what if my child doesn't like writing what if or maybe I have a dyslexic child is journaling still then and the my story journal specifically is it still a tool that I can use I think that is what we when we first um, started researching and investigating the whole journaling as a tool for this age group specifically, um, I think that is what we specific, we really focused on um, looking at including all of the all of the, all of whatever needs there should possibly be. Mm. Um, what would boys enjoy? What would girls enjoy? Yes. <laughs> what would um, the introverts but, enjoy? What would yes. the extroverts enjoy? Yes. So the journal is not languageless, but there's a lot of. I mean, we have an amazing illustrator, Laura, and I think she's really captured every single page so beautifully that a child can look at a page and actually use his own inter interpretation to apply himself in the page and lose himself in the page. He doesn't necessarily... There's activities, there's color, there's illustrations, yeah. um, and and the, the communication from the child side is not necessarily only words. Okay. It's also monkey puzzle. Every now and again, it's tick this box, box. Yes. Um, <laughs> which, makes it, which makes it fun. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, language part is the, is the um, in, even in the talking part of it, language is the threatening part. Being able to language say. Language is the threatening part? Yes. Why? So even if you, if you ask your child, how was your day at school? Okay. So it's a, immediately it's a threat. It's a threat. Because I have to formulate yes. a sentence. Okay. Yes. I get it. Yeah. Um, where if you consider art in general, music, oh, it's drawing, free. It's, yes, free. it's free, it's whatever, it's whatever. <laughs> and it's what I want it to be, and it's not necessarily what how you interpret what mm, I am there doing. There is not a right and a wrong. Exactly. Um, and I think that is what we've also tried to really 
uh, unleash a little bit in, in this younger journal as well. This is an amazing tool for children to just, number one, ground themselves in who they are. Mm -hmm. Number two, really identify my, my safe people and my safe places. Number three, appreciate my story up until now, the fact that I actually have a story. Mm -hmm. And then reflecting on that story and deciding when I can actually change my story of tomorrow. Okay, so the My Story Tribe will involve journaling, but a few other things as well um, that we will release throughout this year and next year and, and in years to come. But what is your hope to achieve with the My Story Tribe? What what would you want the impact to be? Um, I think for me it would just be for a child to be able to get to a point where they can love who they are. I mean, yes. it took me 40 years, and I'm not <laughs> sure I, 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 you I like, yourself I like not every day <laughs> at least. <laughs> it's a process, right? Yeah. So if we can teach children to change those um, almost traumatic and negative uh, self-thoughts from a young age and, and empower them um, in terms of how they not just see themselves, but how they as ind individuals impact the people around them. Oh, that's then we can create a better world. Then we can hopefully create, number one, stronger individuals, but also children with a sense of responsibility in knowing my own story and appreciating other people's stories as well. And I think that is, is where the magic lies in, um, yes. is, is in that sense of community. And, and that's what the My Story Tribe creates. As we grow older, we put on masks and we develop egos and we pr develop protective systems. Mm. Um, and for me, it's a beautiful way of reminding children who they really are. Yeah. And taking I, them back to that. I completely agree. And I keep picturing, you know, we the My Story Tribe is for 6 to 13-year-olds. So I imagine them sort of graduating um, at the age of 13. And I keep seeing these tribe members walk away on their 13th birthday with with a solid backbone mm. and liking the character, the main the character, character of their story, liking themselves. Mm. For me, that's the... That's the goal, or at least one of the goals. Gold. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing this journey um, today, but also this journey in general. Thank you yes. so much. Join us every Wednesday for In Between Things, where I chat to a wide variety of people about anything concerning mental wellness and our children. For more information about the My Story Tribe, visit our website, www.themystorytribe.com. And to connect with us, send us an email to hello at the My Story Tribe. Thanks for listening.